0: Chapter 8 of Korean Fairy Tales by William Eliot Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Noel Badrian. The Sneezing Colossus Mr. Kim, who lived at the foot of the mountains, was a lazy lout. He had a family to support, but he did not like steady work. He preferred to smoke his pipe as long as a yardstick and to wait for something to turn up. One day his wife, tired of trying to feed hungry children from empty dishes, gave her husband a good scolding and bade him be gone and get something for the household. This consisted of father, mother and four little folks whose faces were not often washed besides a little dog this puppy when danger was near always ran into the house through a little square hole cut in the door and when safely within barked lustily so mr kim went out to the mountains to find something a root of ginseng a nugget of gold or some precious stone perhaps if he were lucky if not some berries wild grapes or pears might do meanwhile at home his wife pounded the grain that was left in the larder for the children's dinner mr kim rambled over the rocks a long time without seeing anything worth carrying away when it was about noon he came to one of the mighty myriacs or colossal stone buddhas cut out at the solid mountain it rose in the air many yards high ages ago in the days of buddhism when monasteries covered the land and buddhist friars and nuns chanted sanskrit hymns to the praise of lord buddha devout men labouring many months chiselled this towering colossus into human form its nose stood out three feet its mouth was four feet wide on its flat head was a cap made of a slab of granite and shaped like a student's mortarboard on which ten men could stand without crowding one another long gone and forgotten were the monks and the monastery had fallen to ruins the forest had grown up around the great stone image until it was nearly hidden by the tall trees surrounding it in front from the ground up the wild grapevines had gripped the stone with their tendrils and spread their matted branches and greenery until they nearly covered the image up to its neck. But out of a crevice in the head of the figure grew a pear tree, sprung from a seed dropped long ago by the great grandfather of one of the birds singing and chirping near by. And oh joy, at the end of the outer branch was growing a ripe, luscious pear nearly as big as a man's head what a prize it would when cut up make a dessert for the whole family happy kim he blessed his lucky star seizing hold of the bushes and wild grapevines by dint of great effort mr kim climbed upwards and got as far as the chin of the great stone face above him protruded the big nose the nostrils of which gaped like caverns yet although he was standing with his foot on the stone lips and holding on to the nose despite all his exertions he could get no further up the granite face he was at his wits end far above hung the delicious-looking pear as if to tantalize him a gentle breeze was swaying the fruit to and fro AND IT SEEMED TO SAY, TAKE ME IF YOU CAN. BUT THE NOSE, BEING POLISHED, WAS SLIPPERY, AND THE EARS WERE TOO SMOOTH TO CLIMB. WHAT COULD HE TAKE HOLD OF? SURELY TO SHIN UP ANY FURTHER WAS IMPOSSIBLE. MUST HE GIVE UP THE PAIR? A BRIGHT THOUGHT ENTERED HIS HEAD. HE WOULD CRAWL UP INTO THE RIGHT NOSTRIL AND HOPE FOR AN EXIT AT THE TOP. So, thinking he might find his way, he began, like an insect, to enter the hole, and soon the man Kim disappeared from sight, as with hands and feet he climbed into the darkness. Wasn't it dangerous to tickle the nostrils of the great stone man in this way? But whatever Kim may have thought, he kept on, determined to get that pair come what might. Suddenly, a blast, loud enough to rend the mountains, was heard. Hush! Had an earthquake or tempest taken place? Was this rolling thunder? No, the Colossus had sneezed. Thus the stone man got rid of the intruder. The first thing Mr. Kim knew, he was flying through the air, and he tumbled upon the bushes. His wits were gone. He knew nothing. This was about one o'clock in the afternoon. Mr. Kim lay asleep or unconscious till near sundown. Then he woke up and realized what had happened. There was the stone nose beetling over him far up towards the sky. But in sneezing so hard, the colossus had shaken its head also, and the big pear had dropped off. Kim found it lying by his side, and picking it up, went on his way rejoicing. At home the little dog, looking through the square hole, saw him, barked welcome, and a right merry supper they had over the big pear cut into slices, as Mr. Kim told the story of his adventures. End of The Sneezing Colossus